Just don't know the podcast where I take a topic, usually a movie, because they're easier to do. We just watch it and it's done with. The topic that my girlfriend just doesn't know about, and we we view it and then we discuss. Kyle, to my media left as always. It's Jess. We'll start off with some some small talk. How's how's your day been going? My day's been good. I was at my mom's earlier and we put together a trampoline. Yeah, we went to that burger place. Yeah, those were good burgers. What was it called? Is it gonna give them a free um, plug for our two listeners. Apollo Grill. Yeah. So good. Two locations in Peterborough. Don't go because you have to go to Peterborough. Anyways, today, like always, we're doing a movie. Movie really important to me. Something I saw in my youth it was on Disney Plus. What was it? <laughs> oh, Gulliver's Travels. Gulliver's Travels, a retelling of the story of Gulliver's Travels. Do you know anything about Gulliver's Travels, babe? Oh, like very minuscule. It's like this. Dude named Gulliver goes on travel. He crashes on like this little island. Yes. And they're inhabited by like really, really little people. Midgets. Like, not midgets. Oh. Like, like three inches tall or something. Shit, okay. Let's not even watch me. I like your retelling of it. It's funner. Okay, go on. What happens next? It's funner, eh? Yeah, it's a good time. What happens next in old Gully Travs? They tie him up, and but that's. That probably is the most iconic scene of all Gulliver's travels. Anytime they reference it in like Page Masters or yeah. a movie of sorts, they always show you the the guy being tied up by the little people. Right on. Oh, I I'm not gonna ruin anything for you, but there's there's more to it than just that. So uh, let's let's watch it and uh, we'll review, discuss, and um, yeah. Oh man, what a what a delightful film that was. Yeah, that was some. So. Uh, for those at home who haven't seen it, why don't you give us a quick synopsis, Jess, of what we just watched, Gulliver's Travels. As it's about this guy, Lument? I think that's his first name. Oh, I don't know. I just know His last Gulliver. name's Gulliver. Yeah. You know, he's feeling a little... No, I guess it's... I was gonna say he's feeling inadequate in life, but no. Yeah, I guess... Stag... What's the word? Stag stagnant. Stagnant in life. Yeah. He's yeah. feeling a little stagnant in life. He tries to ask this girl out at his work and chickens out so he says that he wants to be a travel writer fakes a bunch of shit gets the job goes on this thing where he gets lost and stranded on an island of tiny people they initially try to like lock him up and then he does some shit they love him and then the there's another like bad chimation that's trying to kill the little puts. Yeah, there's um, and there's two sets of uh, of uh, little people. That's right. Yeah, and they're rivals, and you threw me off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I screwed with the emperor's groove. You threw off my groove. All right, so the the lilies and the the baddies they don't like each other. Yeah, and then the baddies take over. Gulliver can't protect them. He feels inadequate, does a little soul searching, realizes that he's the shit. Yeah. Goes back, defeats the baddies. Yeah. Somehow his girlfriend's there. They hook up and head back to New York. Okay. And that's a wrap, folks. That, that I mean, th that was mostly right. 
You were completely wrong. It's kinda, Fuck you! It's kind of like the movie we just watched. Fuck you. I'm not doing this then. Why? Because you're making fun of me now. Sorry. No, no, no you, we're not doing this. No, it's good. It's good. It's a good job. I love it. All right, so um, I see you took some notes. Well, why don't you do the fucking rundown then, huh? No. If I'm so bad at yeah. it. No, it was fine. It's just, it's not his girlfriend. Yeah, I know it's not his girlfriend. <laughs> You're going to have to edit this. Okay, no. Stop this now. Stop. Stop. Whatever. Just disclaimer, we're high. There you go. You happy? You're editing this all out. You have to be high to watch this, this, this horrible fucking movie. Okay. Yeah, I... <laughs> It was not good. It wasn't good, which is sad because the source material... Uh... Yeah, I've never actually read it, but I hear it's, like, big in literature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's right. It's all the rage in the, in the literature. <laughs> the talk we are so fucking the, the talk of the town. <laughs> I fall off this chair. Don't you fall off that chair. Okay. Yeah. My notes, yeah. So let's hear your notes. So, like, Oliver, he works in, like, um, <laughs> he doesn't like goes on his travels because he works at... A uh, mail room? Yeah, he works in the mail room of a newspaper, no? Or... Uh, a, or a magazine or something. I'm pretty sure it's a newspaper, though. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, like, a magazine or, like, a web thing, possibly. Like, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. But, yeah, there's, like, he's trying out to become um, the new writer, and he starts uh, typing away, and he writes. His thing is called Oliver's Travels. Yeah, that's what he titled it. Yeah. Oliver's Travels. And the girl loves it, and she sends him on the traveling thing because he plagiarized the whole thing. Yeah. Don't you think he should have like if he's gonna plagiarize it? Shouldn't he have like like done a little more editing to make it sound more authentic to him? Yeah, or just yeah. like change the words so when you like. Highlight it and put it into a search engine. It doesn't already pop up. He's not good at plagiarizing. He's not good at a lot of things. He's not a very likable protagonist. No. Uh, did you notice that every shot of this movie, for like the first like one third of it, is an advertisement? It's really what it felt like. But then, like, I felt like maybe they were overdoing it in the beginning because once you get to the island and it's all like fictitious shit, you've run out of like there can't be like you know a Coca-Cola machine. Yeah. On the island of Lillian, or whatever it was called. Okay, so yeah, maybe they had to put all of the ads in the first... Yeah. Did you notice the first thing they noticed, though, when they, like, eventually, like, way later on in the story, when they find his boat again, what's the first thing they notice? The Coca-Colas. A giant Coca-Cola can. Did you think there was going to be a robot in the movie? <laughs> when did, like... I did not think for a second yeah. that there would be a robot appearing in this movie. He mentions it. He's on the boat and he's reading a magazine. And he goes, oh, ro- robots. And then it's not a joke. And it doesn't come up again. So you, what did you think that was? Um, That was a Chekhov's robot. Yeah, no, I, I, I realized that that's where they got the stuff. That's the idea to build the robot. I yeah. just... I don't know. I guess I didn't think too much into it. Me neither. I kicked myself, too, because I have seen this movie before, but it was, like, a long time ago, right? Like, when it first came out. Yes. Yeah. We had, uh, well, I don't know if it was when it first came out. It might have been a few years after. We had, like, remember when Blockbuster went out of business? Yeah. And, like, you'd be able to get one of those Blockbuster, like, DVDs, but it was, like, a cheaper-looking plastic. Like, the shinier plastic around the case. Yeah. We had this on the, on that, so I remember that. 
We own this movie. So I must have seen it like a handful of times. Don't remember there being a robot. Clearly you weren't paying that much attention to it. No. What? Read one of your notes. Oh my god, no, they're so bad. What does it say? They don't make any sense to me. Okay, let me hear it. Oh, well, I, I guess, like, no. You're too high? I'm too high. Alright, what want to do this tomorrow? Um, yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Alright, well, we're going to pause this and try sorry, again guys. tomorrow. Because we're really high. I'm sorry. What's open with Toy City? Oh! The Star Wars characters? Yeah, it was like opening and it was like all Toy City. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, fuck off. I have so much to say about this fucking movie. All right, I can wait till tomorrow. All right, it's fine. Let's, uh, let's get some rest, babe. No, now you're laughing. No, let me see. No, let me see. Let me see. Okay, it doesn't make any sense. That's why I hate taking notes. No, no, it's fine. I can't do it. And Little pool. I, yeah. Is that pool? Stop. Okay, I'll pause it. Oh man, what a what a delightful film that was. Yeah, that was some. So, uh, for those at home who haven't seen it, why don't you give us a quick synopsis, Jess, of what we just watched, Gulliver's Travels. As it's about this guy, Lument? I think that's his first name. Oh, I don't know. I just know his last Gulliver. name's Gulliver. Yeah. You know, he's feeling a little... No, I guess it's... It... I was going to say he's feeling inadequate in life, but no. Yeah, I guess... Stag... What's the word? Stag stagnant. Stagnant in life. Yeah. He's yeah. feeling a little stagnant in life. He tries to ask this 
girl out at his work and chickens out, so he says that he wants to be a travel writer, fakes a bunch of shit, gets the job, goes on this thing where he gets lost and stranded on an island of tiny people. They initially try to, like, lock him up, and then he does some shit, they love him, and then the there's another, like, bad chimation that's trying to kill the little putts. Yeah, there's um, and there's two sets of uh, of uh, little people. That's right. Yeah, and they're rivals, and you threw me off. Oh, sorry. I screwed with the emperor's groove. You threw off my groove. All right. Oh. So the the lilies and the the baddies they don't like each other. Yeah, and then the baddies take over. Gulliver can't protect them. He feels inadequate, does a little soul searching, realizes that he's the shit. Yeah. Goes back, defeats the baddies. Yeah. Somehow his girlfriend's there. They hook up and head back to New York. Okay. And that's a wrap, folks. That, that I mean, that was mostly right. You were completely wrong. It's kinda, Fuck you. It's kind of like the movie we just watched. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not doing this then. Why? Because you're making fun of me now. Sorry. No, you're not, no you... we're not doing this. No, it's good. It's good. It's a good job. I love it. All right, so um, I see you took some notes. Well, why don't you do the fucking rundown then, huh? No. If I'm so bad at yeah. it. No, it was fine. It's just, it's not his girlfriend. Yeah, I know it's not his girlfriend. <laughs> you're going to have to edit this. Okay, no. Stop this now. Stop. Stop. Whatever, just disclaimer, we're high. There you go. You happy? You're editing this all out. You have to be high to watch this 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 horrible fucking movie. Okay. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was not good. It wasn't good, which is sad because the source material... Uh, yeah, I've never actually read it, but I hear it's, like, big in literature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's right. It's all the rage in the, in the literature. <laughs> The talk we of, were so fucking the, the talk of the town. <laughs> I'm fall off this chair. Don't you fall off that chair. Okay. Yeah. My, my notes, yeah. So let's hear your notes. So, like, Gulliver, he works in, like, um, <laughs> he doesn't like goes on his travels because he works at... A mailroom? Uh, yeah, he works in the mailroom of a newspaper, no? Or, uh, a, or a magazine or something. I'm pretty sure it's a newspaper, though. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, like, a magazine or, like, a web thing possibly like uh, i don't know but yeah there's like he's trying out to become um the new writer and he starts uh, typing away and he writes his thing is called oliver's travels yeah that's what he titled it Oliver's travels and the girl loves it and she sends him on the traveling thing because he plagiarized the whole thing yeah don't you think he should have like if he's gonna plagiarize it shouldn't he have like like done a little more editing to make it sound more authentic to him. Yeah, or just, yeah. like, change the words so when you, like, highlight it and put it into a search engine, it doesn't already pop up. He's not good at plagiarizing. He's not good at a lot of things. He's not a very likable protagonist. No. Uh, did you notice that every shot of this movie, for, like, the first, like, one-third of it, is an advertisement? It's really what it felt like. But then, like, I felt like maybe they were overdoing it in the beginning because once you get to the island and it's all, like, fictitious shit, you've run out of, like... There can't be, like, you know, a Coca-Cola machine. Yeah. On the island of Lillian or whatever it was called. 
Okay, so yeah, maybe they had to put all of the ads in the first. Yeah. Did you notice the first thing they noticed, though, when they, like, eventually, like, way later on in the story, when they find his boat again, what's the first thing they notice? The Coca-Cola's. A giant Coca-Cola can. Did you think there was going to be a robot in the movie? <laughs> when did, like... I did not think for a second yeah. that there would be a robot appearing in this movie. He mentions it. He's on the boat, and he's reading a magazine, and he goes, oh, ro- robots. And then it's not a joke, and it doesn't come up again, so you, what did you think that was? Um... That was Chekhov's robot. Yeah, no, I, I, I realized that that's where they got the stuff that's the idea to build the robot. I yeah. just, I don't know. I guess I didn't think too much into it. Me neither. I kicked myself, too, because I have seen this movie before, but it was, like, a long time ago, right? Like, when it first came out. Yes. Yeah. We had, uh, well, I don't know if it was when it first came out. It might have been a few years after. We had, like, remember when Blockbuster went out of business? Yeah. And, like, you'd be able to get one of those Blockbuster, like, DVDs, but it was, like, a cheaper looking plastic like the shinier plastic around the case yeah we had this on the on that so I remember that we own this movie so I must have seen it like a handful of times don't remember there being a robot clearly you weren't paying that much attention to it no what read one of your notes oh my god no they're so bad what does it say they don't make any sense to me okay let me hear it oh well, I, I guess like no. you're too high I'm too high all right, want to do this tomorrow? Um, yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to pause this and try sorry, again guys. tomorrow. Because we're really high. I'm sorry. What's open with Toy City? Oh! The Star Wars characters? Yeah, I was, like, opening and it was, like, all Toy City. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah! Fuck off! I have so much to say about this fucking movie. All right, I can wait till tomorrow. All right, it's fine. Let's, uh, let's get some rest, babe. No, now you're laughing. No, let me see. No, let me see. Let me see. Okay, don't, it doesn't make any sense. That's why I hate taking notes. No, no, it's fine. I can't do it. And Little I, pool. Yeah. Is that pool? Stop. Okay, I'll pause it. Like, yeah, I love you, but you're kind of annoying. So, there's that. Yeah. All right, we're back. Logan Jess is less less baked. Still baked. Well, bad. Perfect fried. But we're back. Let's take my shirt off. Hot. Ooh. All right, so. When I think of uh, Go- when I think Oliver's travels, I think of Star Wars references. They go hand in hand for me. Did you catch all the Star Wars references? I caught a couple of them. I don't think I caught all of them. Which ones did you notice? Uh, well, he was making the uh, tiny people reenact. I don't know. I don't know which Star Wars it is, but it's like Luke and Vader are talking. You guys hearing this right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go on. No, no, no. Yeah, which one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where, where, where they do it again? They're talking and Luke's like, you killed my father. And Vader's like, no, I am your father. Oh, I think that was in the, the um, I think that was the Phantom Menace. Or maybe the holiday special? I don't remember which Star Wars that was. You really don't know which Star Wars that was, babe? Come on. Jedi? Jedi. Yep. It's uh, Return of the Jedi. Originally known as Revenge of the Jedi before it was released. No, it's Empire Strike Back. Oh, it is? Yeah. That's, that's how it ends, right? It ends with him being all like butt hurt. Oops. Hand hurt. So, uh, well, there, yeah, there was the one where uh, Gulliver is getting them to like perform live. 
And then there was another one where he said the vice president's name was President uh, Vice President Yoda. And then there was the other one uh, at the very beginning when the he's playing with the toys, like the first scene. And you pointed that out to me because you were like, "Oh, like there's toys, like one twelve scale, like the scale of the people later on in the story." Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I noticed that. Yeah, I was like, that's wild. But I will say this, okay, so real quick. One thing that could have made the Star Wars references uh, not just lazy fucking references, because that's all this movie is, is a series of lazy references. And product placement. Lots of product placement. Lots of product placement. But one thing I was going to say is, you know how in episode four of Star Wars, it ends with, there's the big giant Death Star, and there's like a tiny little like hole the size of a wombat. Or a, a womp rat, I should yeah, say. Yeah, something like that, yeah. And Luke uses the force to, like, shoot it, right? Yeah. So, you know, like, like at one point, uh, the Victorian midgets create a robot? Mm-hmm. They should have had that, like, um, when Jason Lee saved Jack Black, he said, like, oh, some good men died to, like, get their hands on the the, um, the, the, uh, the magazine that the, the bad guy had to build the robot, like, as a reference to Rogue One. Yeah. And then Jason Lee can be like, we noticed that if you pull it, like, a, a, a pin right here, it will, like, collapse. Oh, okay. That would have been an interesting kind of roundabout Star Wars reference, but yeah. Yeah, because it would have made them all kind of make sense, where they called them together, where it's like, no, Star Wars saves the day. Because what the only thing really bugs me is they always got to have that scene in the movie where, like, the good guy tries to fight the bad guy, but he just does, he doesn't muster up. He doesn't, like, have the chops. Mm-hmm. And then, fucking, like, something happens. He comes back, but now he's got, like, he's got the motivation. He's got the self-respect to finally fucking beat this bad guy. Yeah. What was Jack's Blacks? Why couldn't he beat them in the first place when he beat him in the second place? So he fought the robot, right? Yeah, yeah, he fought the robot. Lost. Lost. Got a giant wedgie. Then he went to, like, the island with the giants, right? Yep. And he became, like, a giant doll. Yeah, so, like, there's an island full of, like, tiny people who are, like, one twelfth the size of him, but then he goes to an island beyond the fog where there's people that he's the size of the tiny people to them, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we realize, like, if one of the tiny people were there, like, the, the giants probably wouldn't even be able to, like, see, see them. them. Yeah, yeah, no, they'd be so microscopic. Do you think they'd be the size of an ant or smaller? I was just thinking, they'd probably be about the size of an ant to those giants, right? Yeah. They'd be smaller. Yeah, yeah, very weird. But anyway, so Jason Lee comes and he like tells him like, "Hey man, you can do it. You can do it. We need you." And then he just does it. Yeah. And how did he? There wasn't there a thing he did to defeat it where he was like, electro, like electrocuting it or something. Something like that. But um, also Jason Lee kind of broke into the robot and was fighting the guy from the inside, and I think that's why they won. Oh. So it wasn't just like Gulliver doing it. It was the tiny person too. Yeah. That's how he got his um. Was it an act of valiance or yeah, yeah. something so that he could fall in love with the princess and marry her? Yeah, this movie had a lot of that going on where it was like, you could tell there was clear ideas, and then they would retroactively put them into the movie with, like, sleight-of-hand lines. Not in an organic way, in, like, a real obviously. Like, when, like, uh, Jack Black and Jason Lee meet for the first time, and Jack Black's like... Oh, you love this broad, you should just marry her. He's oh I can't, I gotta do a... an act of valiance or something. Yeah, the second yeah. you said that, I was like, okay, well that's gonna happen. Obviously. Cause... That's why I'm so like pissed at myself that I didn't catch when he was like, Oh, a magazine with robots. Mm, num, dum. I didn't like clue in and go, Oh, there's yeah, gonna be a robot at the end of this. We just thought it was a throwaway line. Yeah. Like for maybe a company that's the thing too, like robots don't exist. Well they exist, just not as advanced as the movie was showing it. Uh, like, we have robot vacuum cleaners. Yeah. We have, like, 
Google Home, which is a a version of a robot, right? No, you're right, but like it's not like a little like scooter like comes out like yeah, it's it not wheels like... out as a little box, and Jack Black's like laughing because he's like, oh okay, and then it like fucking transforms into a giant monster. Yeah, it's not like we have like um like R two D two esque robots. No, that'd be cool. We don't. That'd be cool. So how did that? Ro- so let's pretend for a sec that the ro- how did the Victorian era little people build this robot? Yeah. Without any prior technology? Yeah. I'd like to know. They throw in a line. Jack Black's like, you guys are really good at building. Like, I'm a carpenter. I can't build a fucking robot. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no. Um, they, they put that line in there to kind of just write out anything that may not make sense. Like, how did they build a robot? Oh, well, they're just really good at building. Well, that's the thing, too. Yeah, like... You have to know computers. You have to, like, know electricity. Like, you gotta know a bunch of shit. You can't just be a builder. The tiny people, they're, like, what, a few hundred years behind us? They're in Victorian times, I'd say, or... (laughs) So, like, if we were in Victorian times and, like, an alien came and crashed down and just left a robot behind um we would like we wouldn't just be able to adapt to the technology and just build like rebuild a second robot that would probably like destroy our society for a while god in the actual magazine jack black was reading it's teaching you how to build a robot right yeah is it teaching you how to build a giant like how does that work because you're not like jack black's not going inside the robot body so if they're if tiny people didn't stumble upon this magazine how would you or i make this robot i don't know and how would we control it? Because, like, we don't have the little people inside to That's my it. point. That's my point. So, like, point. is there just, like, a remote that they were like, oh, we don't need to program this. We'll just put a tiny person in here. Well, so if, that's, if, that's, if that's the case, then why not just, like, as a tiny person, build a little remote and control... Or they could have done this thing where, like, the remote was inside the robot and he's, like, stomping on, like, the remote... Yeah. It just, it's like, it's a weird fucking kaiju-esque uh, Pacific Rim robot. Yes. Not he's... kaiju, Jaeger. It's Ye- a Jaeger. That's what they're called, Jaegers? Okay, yeah. it's a Jaeger robot, and it's like, you just jumped thousands of years, like, evolution-wise. Because obviously... And, like, technological advancement-wise, yeah. Well, because, like, obviously the magazine didn't tell you to build that robot. Because you can't build that robot because there's no little people in the real world. Yeah, so you took the magazine, you're like, okay... And then you're like, what if we do this instead? Yeah. How do they have, first, the advancements for that? Mm-hmm. Do they have electricity? I, I was under the impression they didn't have electricity. Right. But they have robots. Yeah. See what I'm saying? That's insane. But then, um, when they're making Gulliver's house, they made him a coffee maker. They made this fucker, this huge, giant house. Which would be impossible for them to build. And I get, I get it, I get it, it's, it's a kid's movie, you know, full of adult jokes, but it's a kid's movie, so you're not supposed to put too much thought into it. Yeah, but like, we're supposed to kind of throw logic away when we're watching children's movies. That would still. destroy the economy of the entire, like... Yeah, that would take all of their natural resources. How long do you think it took them to build that house? Well, the movie makes it seem like it only took them a couple days. Yeah. But realistically, that would be years. Lifetimes. It would take... That Lifetimes. house was bigger yeah. to the Lillians than pyramids are to us. Yeah. And no, pyramids took lifetimes. lifetimes to fucking build. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. McBoyle went up Jack Black's butt. Yes. Boyle, I should say. Boyle from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah. Yeah. I noticed that too. Favorite scene in the movie? I don't really know. It's, it's really hard to pick a favorite scene from a movie that was so wonderful. Yeah. It was, go- like, it was a perfect movie. That's fair. My favorite scene was, um, there was a part where the screen went black and uh, these, like, white words came up. They're scrolling uh, upwards. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, I remember that scene. That was a good scene. And I knew my, the hell, this hell was almost done. Okay, well, that's fair. What was your least favorite scene? Oh, my least favorite scene? Probably seeing Jack Black in that dress as like a little, the little giant stall. Yeah, because the giant... Uh, the, the giant that found him was like a little girl and yeah. she dressed him up as a dolly. That um, will forever scar me. Yeah, that was upsetting, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the giant's name was Glendale. Clitch because there's uh, you know all like Gulliver's Travels is you, you know this it's based on a book it's based on a book so yeah, yeah she probably had a name in the book That's but the movie at, yeah. didn't address it at all no but in the credits like little girls credited as Gumdell Clitch yeah yeah I always hate when <clears throat> movies do that like we don't know this person's name but you're gonna use their name in the credits yeah like, you should be credited as little girl giant my least favorite scene was when uh, Jack Black was able to end the the um the civil war between both uh islands by singing the song war oh yeah because that works well not only does it work but like then like the tiny people who've never heard the song before just in sync break into song and dance along with it and yeah. it's like oh well if they had the ability to do that why have they been feuding with these other tiny people for years and you can't Very oh i can suspect. tell you why i can tell you why though if you're curious Okay, why? In the book, it's because they're arguing over, like, how you crack an egg. That's what the argument is? Yeah. The Lillians, like, say you crack it on the one side, the other guy say the other side. I don't even know what the fuck that means. An egg is a, a circle. There's no sides to an like, egg. Like, are we talking about, like, cracking it on the side versus cracking the top or bottom? But it's like, I wouldn't crack an egg either one no, of those you ways. you crack it on the side. Yeah, that wasn't, I don't think that's it, though. I think it's top oh or bottom. Oh, God. Maybe the giants are for the side. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you want to hear my review for Gulliver's Travels? Let's hear this review. Okay, here's my review. Uh, Girl, Gulliver's Travels is a great commercial. Uh, it's the most entertaining commercial I've ever seen in my life. I enjoyed the humor that came from this uh, advertisement for Apple products, Coca-Cola, and Converse. If it was a movie, I would give it zero stars, but as an ad, I'd give it a perfect score. That's pretty much how it works. I've never been more entertained by an ad. Ever. It, it was definitely the most entertaining and longest commercial I have ever seen. Fuck, did you notice how many times they'd like... Because they got desperate because they got to an island where there was no more ads. They would just show Jack Black's like all-star Converse shoes, like every shot they could. And then all the like make-believe ads they made starring Gulliver. Oh, you want to go through those real quick? Yeah. Gulliver's trying to like make the, the Lillian lives better. I, I, there's the, the motivation's not clear. But he creates... Uh, what's the place in New York called? Times Square? Times Square, yeah. He creates a Times Square where all of the billboards are puns on his name. Yeah, uh, like we have Gulliver Klein. Can we just go through them? Yeah, okay, you noted so them all down. I noted most of them down. Uh, the first one, some I don't even get what it's a reference to, but Gull Size Story. Oh, Gulliver Tone, like Copper Tone. Yeah. So like there's like a, I think a dog pulling his leg. Yeah, yeah. Witched, which I think is a reference to uh, Wicked. Wicked. Called Witched G-Pad. G-pad, yeah. Like, like an iPad, or like yeah. a tablet, but the G stands for... Gulliver Pad. I yeah. couldn't make out what this one was. It was a James Bond parody. It was 00-something. Maybe 00-G, it might have said. It looked like 006. Yeah, it might have been 00-G. Or uh, 006, to make him one better than 007. Well, no, 008 would be better than 007. Mm. Going the wrong way. Oh, no, I guess you're right. Usually, like, the leader of, like, a secret organization is known as, like... Number one, yeah. Number one, yeah. Gully, G-U-L-E-E. -E. It's a Glee reference. Oh, oh, yes, I saw that poster. Yeah, he's got the L. Yeah. Yeah. It's a way to really fucking make this movie timeless, too, eh? 
Yeah, right. Gullivan uh, Kin. Kin. There's the uh, they got one where it's, it's Jack Black's like fat silhouette, like the old iPod commercials. Yeah. And then uh, there's a Wolverine one. Wolverine. Wolverine. Cause what the fuck? Gola Fox. And then the the most laziest. Well, there's a few more, but my favorite one was the laziest one. Uh, Gull do it. Just do it. But no, it's Gull, Gull do, do it. it. Yeah. Uh, Gulliver at the Opera. It's like Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera, yeah. We couldn't figure out what this one was called, but there was a La Misera reference. There's Gull Elton, which I think may have been Elton John, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, so, like, is he just, like, all the famous people now? Well, okay, okay, uh, Galvatar, which is Avatar, and then Galax, which is Gillette. Here's my question. Is there, like, merchandise and properties based behind these posters, or are they just to make them feel more at home? I don't know. Like, is is there, like... Um, in that weird little Star Wars play, are they are they doing a play for like uh, Galater or Ga- uh, Avatar Gavatar? Yeah, maybe. What do you think? He's, what do you think Star Wars was called? What do you think they renamed Star Wars? Gulliver Wars. Yeah, straight up Gull Wars. Gull yeah. Wars. Yeah. yeah. That's a they did that with Chicken Little too. That's a bad sign when like your movie is just jam packed with references of better movie. It kept reminding me that I wasn't watching the better movie. So say you go to an island full of like super tiny people, a billion times bigger than them, right? Yes. Would you feel you had to lie about your status in life to impress them? No. I'm bigger than them. You don't like me, I'll fucking squish you. But Oliver is a fucking idiot. I keep calling him Oliver. I, I'm just gonna keep calling him Oliver. I don't give a shit. Oliver is an idiot. He tells him he's the president. He tells, he's just dumb. I don't like this guy. I, I don't, I don't want him to succeed. He, Accidentally, they watch Titanic, and he says that he's Jack and that he died. Yeah, and the one guy, Edward, pointed that out, that none of this makes sense. You you died. Yeah. So we're supposed to believe you died. Yeah, yeah, but I came back to life. Okay, why isn't he with Rose then? Edward's the most relatable character in this whole fucking thing. Yeah. Why is he, he calling about- out all the bullshit. Why is he the villain? I liked him. He wasn't abusive to the princess. Why? Because he wanted to marry her for like for for like for like to get power. That's why he was the bad guy. That's life back in the the yeah that's, yeah. That's, you know what I'm saying? You didn't marry for love. Nobody married for love back then. No. Uh, you wh- married to form alliances. You married to erase your parents' debt sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, the guy seemed like a pretty decent guy. Like, he got the short end of it, because, like, wasn't yeah. he, like, the main, like, uh, military dude? Yeah, yeah, he was, like, the general or something, and then yeah. Gulliver comes along and steals it. I I get his motivation. I'd be pissed, too, if I was him. You're stealing my woman? Yeah. You're stealing my job? He's listening to me, and I've been the head of this military organization for how long? Well, I could just see the story being told from his perspective, Karate Kid style, where, like, this giant beast comes to the island, and everyone's like, okay, well, you're in charge of, like, the army and shit. You go deal with this disgusting beast. Like, you really think he's the one who decided to call it a beast? No, he's just doing, he's just following orders. Yeah, everybody was calling him a beast at first. Yeah, and then because he interacted with him the most, like, he's just the villain. Because he's like, like, hey, guys, maybe we shouldn't uh, spend all our crops on feeding this giant man. Who yeah. is, it was not the president of his country, because there would be people coming to get him by this point. Yeah, really. Do you think the island is enchanted? No. No, I don't think it's enchanted. Well, there's, like, tiny seagulls. Okay, maybe it is enchanted, then. Did you have an issue with the uh, the different races on the island? You know what? Like, I didn't even notice the different races until you pointed them out. I have no issue with other races, obviously, but my understanding of how evolution... Yeah, it, it wouldn't have worked. They'd either all be black, all be white, or all be... It. Like, there wouldn't be white people, black people, like... It's an island. Yeah, no, it, they would all be, like, the same 
ethnicity, like the same race. Yeah, well, do they, they, they come from other, like, tiny continents? No, they didn't. Yeah. They're and all it, from that... It makes me wonder, is there other, like, tiny islands that maybe have, like, an island of all, like, black people, an yeah. island of Asians, like, and they all just came to this well, that's one what makes one? that's what makes me almost wonder if the island's enchanted. Yeah, um, maybe it is enchanted then. Or, yeah. maybe, because this was made in the 2000s, they had to show cultural diversity in the movie, or they would have been called out for it. You know what joke I'm surprised they didn't make in the movie? Because it was, like, low-hanging fruit. Uh, what joke? Well, what, or where's uh, Jack Black's character from? Manhattan? Yeah, so what should they have called uh, the island? Gullhaddon? No, Little Manhattan. Oh, Little Manhattan. Right? Oh, okay. That's, That's stupid. So, like, Jack Black gets the girl at the end. Because how, like, you know, how Obviously. Because she finds out he's been, like, talking about her behind her back with these tiny people saying that they're dating when they're not. Yeah. Which is, like, we all know girls love that shit. Oh, yeah, that's a total turn-on. If a girl finds out you like her, and not only do you like her, but you've been romanticizing your relationship with her, they want to get into bed with you immediately. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess he did. Jack Black's character, he has something wrong with his urethra. Oh, okay. Because when he pisses on little people, the piss, like, covers, it goes over their whole bo- His His dick hole is the, is the size of the little people. Yeah. Like, theoretically, they could crawl up inside there. Yes, no, I do, I do remember that now that you're mentioning it. Isn't it wild to think that the scene uh, where he pisses on the king, that wasn't added to the movie, that's actually from the book? Yeah, see, I thought that would have been something that was added for today, but apparently it's in the original source material. Yeah. But you said it was the queen he was saving, not the king. Yeah, and they're like, they're not, they're not happy, they're pissed. Yeah. Pun intended. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, even if you're saving my life, the fact that you pissed on me is going to upset me. Oh, when uh, Jack Black was telling Jason Lee how to, like, talk to Emily Blunt, I don't know the character names, okay? How did nobody see him sneaking up to the castle to crouch down behind that wall? Yeah. He is so gigantic. Yeah, they do that thing, like, uh, you know, that thing they do in that, that Shakespearean play with the guy with the big nose. There's a play like that. Yeah. Where the guy's got a big nose and he likes a girl. But so he uses, like, the attractive guy to talk to her. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she, like, I guess she ends up with the big nose guy because it's, like, his words. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the Jack Black's hiding behind the castle whispering to him, which that is, that, okay, I'll accept that. That I can accept. Yeah. But then how did Emily Blunt not hear, like, yeah, like, the stomping to the castle, stomping away from the castle? Yeah, because you can't tell me Jack Black can sneak off on any of these people. No, no, no. Like, even if he is, like, deliberately walking as quiet as possible, mm-hmm. it's going to shake the ground. The writers, uh, I could tell when they were writing this, they, they pictured Jack Black being fatter than he was. There's a few jokes where the punchline is uh, Jack Black's fat, but he's not actually fat in this movie. I'm fatter than Jack Black now than he is in that movie. Yeah. So where, where where do you think Jack Black and Darcy are now? Oh, they both still work at the paper. They've got a couple of kids. Uh, I went through all the trivia that has to do with Gulliver Company, Gulliver's Travels. Gulliver Company. And this is the trivia that I thought was um, was worth mentioning. So do you remember in the harbor, they had all the boats with uh, pundit names? Yeah, like uh, when he first starts? Yeah, I think one was Ship Happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's like a, the whole boat. So this one on the very far left side is called the um, Swift uh, Passage. Swift Passage. And that is an homage to Jonathan Swift, the author of the book that this movie is based upon. Coolio. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Jonathan Smith, the film gives him uh, no screen credits. 
even though he wrote the 1726 novel. Okay, yeah, but, like, that movie was only very loosely based on that book. Why does everyone keep saying that? It's not loosely based on it. It's a modern retelling. Sorry, I'm getting a little snippy, but it's it's a modern retelling. Of the first part of that book. I mean, I guess. I guess you're not wrong. If, you, if anything, it's a retelling of Star Wars, right? Yeah, really. Um, this one, actually, this is kind of cool. Um, so, you know, like Jack Black, uh, it's when you get the impression that he didn't work with the other actors because, like, he shot his shit behind green screen, so did they. They're way smaller than him. So, director Rob Letterman felt it was important for Jack Black to interact with the other cast members. And for those interactions to feel natural, as if they were really uh, in the same room. Thus, uh, thanks to like a camera system. So while Jack Black was in one area of the sound stage performing against a green screen, mm-hmm. like the actor portraying the lily pins would be in another uh, area of the stage acting opposite to Jack. Okay, so like his reactions can be kind of feel more authentic yeah so it's like there's two there would be like there's there's like two sound stains right yeah and they would like almost film the shit at the same time okay yeah i can see that because yeah. you know i think it was ian mckellen uh when he was like doing, doing the hobbit that or lord of the rings something he said that because a lot of his stuff was done on green screen it was very like soul crushing because he was the only person there it bummed yeah it'd be like a whole yeah. day of shooting where it's just him by himself it's just him and i think i would suffer greatly if i was by myself doing that especially so. if you're doing a comedy film yeah and it's all timing and like delivery yeah. and you're doing your you know you're riffing you're like uh what's like improving jokes awesome uh, remember how like the film ended with uh newspapers yeah the text in the newspapers in the end credits is actually text from the original novel by Jonathan Swift, and mentions some of the adventures that they uh, that weren't featured in the movie. There's a third island. There's you told me a about. bunch of other islands. Yeah. Okay. In the in the movie, uh, Darcy's last name is Silverman, which is a reference to Saving Silverman, uh, which is a, fi- a 2001 film which stars Jack Black and Emily uh, Peet. And finally, uh, you actually know this fun fact. But this will give it a little more. Um, so you know how Emily Blunt was originally cast to be Black Widow in Iron Man 2. I did not know that. So Emily Blunt was originally cast to play Black Widow in Iron Man 2, but had to drop out due to her commitment to this film. Oh, she should not have dropped out. Yeah, in a May 2021 appearance on the Howard Stern show, uh, Blunt said that she was forced by contract obligational contract to appear because of it. It's a, it was supposed to be a two-picture deal. Yeah. Uh, and the other film that she did was The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, so like that was the same contract as this one? Yeah, from my understanding, like, wait, oh wait, no, maybe, yeah, yeah, it is, yep, that's what it says in my, my trivia. I loved her in The Devil Wears Prada. It's a fun time. I feel like the only reason why she got a role in that movie is because her uncle's in it. Who's her uncle? He's the gay guy who's, well, not gay guy, he's the guy who seems gay, who's bald the glasses Stanley Tucci so that's basically it babe that's uh Gulliver's Travels terrible movie I got a fan theory okay let's hear it okay the entire movie yeah is written by Gulliver okay see I thought that might have been where they were going at the beginning of this when he sat down to like type up his sample for the lady he entitled it Gulliver's Travels, Travels which is the name of the movie so I thought maybe he would it's gonna like it would like come full circle at the end where we see that like oh he was just writing this all down 
for his newspaper job interview or whatever. Yeah, because like the the, the book from the like the seventeen hundreds works because nothing has been discovered. They kind of use the loophole of like, oh no, it's in the Bermuda Triangle. That's why we don't know there's like, yeah, you know, tiny people, giant people. But um, <clears throat> yeah, because uh, like a big part of it too is he plagiarizes what he wrote, right? So it'd be funny if like he plagiarized, you know, Gulliver's Travels. Yeah, yeah, that'd be funny. Because it's like after that point is where like things kind of shift into like the, the macabre. Because he goes from working like um, the mailroom, and then all of a sudden like he's on a boat. There's like magic tornadoes, small people. There's robots. Like yeah, who could go back to like a mundane life after that? I know I couldn't. I enjoy talking about Gulliver's Travels with you. Oh, I enjoy talking with you. Like, uh, how's this movie affected you? Like affected your life? Uh, c continuing this uh, forward. It makes me want to read the book. Okay. I It sparked an interest in reading the book. I never want to see the movie again, though. That no? was horrible. You didn't like the ending where he sung war? No, it oh. was so stupid. I think you just don't have taste. I thought it was a great commercial. Yeah. Um, but no, like I would definitely like to read the book. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I would like to read the book too. It seemed pretty good. That's it, guys. That's all she wrote. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Is there anything you want to plug, babe? Jessica? Um, no, no, that's that's everything. Alright, guys. Think. You know me, just check out the YouTube channel and uh, oh what about your Twitch? My Twitch is J L A F I C O R N. So that's where we you'd go for all your Pokemon Go needs? Yeah, for all your Pokemon Go needs. Nice. And just to listen to me rant and ramble about nonsense. So it's like it's like this is that's like your version of just don't know for me. Yeah, but like is this just a ramble about nonsense? Yeah, yeah. okay. I guess that it comes full circle there. There you go. Alright, well, see you guys next time. Peace out!
Why not? You love me so much. Like, yeah, I love you, but you're kind of annoying. So there's that. Yeah. All right, we're back. Logan Jess is less less baked. Still baked. Well bad. Burma fried. But we're back. I'm taking my shirt off. Hot. Alright, so. When I think of uh, Go when I think Oliver's travels, I think of Star Wars references. They go hand in hand for me. Did you catch all the Star Wars references? I caught a couple of them. I don't think I caught all of them. Which ones did you notice? Uh, well, he was making the uh, tiny people reenact. I don't know. I don't know which Star Wars it is, but it's like Luke and Vader are talking. You guys hearing this right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. No, no, no. Yeah, which one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where, 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 where are they doing again? They're talking, and Luke's like, you killed my father, and Vader's like, no, I am your father. Oh, I think that was in the, the um, I think that was the Phantom Menace, or maybe the Holiday Special. I don't remember which Star Wars that was. You really don't know which Star Wars that was, babe? Come on. Jedi? Jedi. Yep. It's uh, Return of the Jedi, originally known as Revenge of the Jedi. Before it was released. No, it's Empire Strike Back. Oh, it is? Yeah. That's, that's how it ends, right? It ends with him being all, like, butt hurt. Oops. Hand hurt. So, uh, well, there, yeah, there's the one where uh, Gulliver is getting them to, like, perform live. And then there was another one where he said the vice president's name was Pre uh, Vice President Yoda. And then there was the other one uh, at the very beginning when he's playing with the toys. Like, the first scene, and you pointed that out to me because you were like, oh, like, there's toys, like, 112 scale, like, the scale of the people later on in the story. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like, noticed that. Yeah, I was like, that's wild. But I will say this, okay, so real quick. One thing that could have made the Star Wars references uh, not just lazy fucking references, because that's all this movie is, is a series of lazy references. And product placement. Lots of product placement. Lots of product placement. But one thing I was going to say is, you know how in episode four of Star Wars, it ends with, there's the big giant Death Star, and there's like a tiny little like hole the size of a wombat, or a, a womp rat, I should yeah, say. Yeah, something like that, yeah. And Luke uses the force to like shoot it, right? Yeah. So, you know, like, like at one point, uh, the Victorian midgets create a robot? Mm-hmm. They should have had that like, um, when Jason Lee saved Jack Black, he said like, oh, some good men died to like get their hands on the the um, the the, uh, the magazine that the, the bad guy had to build the robot like as a reference to Rogue One, yeah. and then Jason Lee can be like, and we noticed that if you pull it like a, a, a pin right here, it will like collapse. Oh, okay, that would have been an interesting kind of roundabout Star Wars reference, but yeah, yeah, because it would have made them all kind of make sense where they call them together. Where it's like, no, Star Wars saves the day, because what the only thing really bugs me is they always gotta have that scene in the movie where like. The good guy tries to fight the bad guy, but he just doesn't, he doesn't muster up. He doesn't, like, have the chops. Mm -hmm. And then, fucking, like, something happens. He comes back, but now he's got, like, he's got the motivation. He's got the self-respect to finally fucking beat this bad guy. Yeah. What was Jack's Blacks? Why couldn't he beat them in the first place when he beat him in the second place? So he fought the robot, right? Yeah, yeah, he fought the robot. Lost. Lost. Got a giant wedgie. Then he went to, like, the island with the giants, right? Yeah. And he became, like, a giant's doll yeah so like there's an island full of like tiny people who are like one twelfth the size of him but then he goes to an island beyond the fog where there's people that he's the size of the tiny people to them like yeah yeah, yeah. and we realize like if one of the tiny people were there like the, the giants probably wouldn't be able to like see, see them. them yeah, yeah no they'd be so microscopic 
Do you think they'd be the size of an ant or smaller? I was just thinking, they'd probably be about the size of an ant to those giants, right? Yeah. Maybe smaller. Yeah, yeah, very weird. But anyway, so Jason Lee comes and he like tells him, like, hey man, you can do it. You can do it. We need you. And then he just does it. Yeah. And how did he, there wasn't a thing he did to defeat it where he was like, electri- like electrocuting it or something? Something like that. But um, also Jason Lee kind of broke into the robot and was fighting the guy from the inside. And I think that's why they won. Oh. So it wasn't just like Gulliver doing it. It was the tiny person too. Yeah. That's how he got his, um, was it an act of valiance About, or something? Yeah, yeah. Something so that he could fall in love with the princess and marry her. Yeah, this movie had a lot of that going on where it was like, you could tell there was clear ideas, and then they would retroactively put them into the movie with, like, sleight of hand lines. Not in an organic way, in, like, a real obviously. Like, when, like, uh, Jack Black and Jason Lee meet for the first time, and Jack Black's like, oh, you love this broad, you should just marry her. He's oh, I can't, I gotta do a... An act of valiance or something? Yeah, the second yeah. he said that, I was like, okay, well, that's gonna happen. Obviously. That's why I'm so, like, pissed at myself that I didn't catch when he was like, oh, a magazine with robots, mm, num dum I didn't, like, clue in and go, oh, there's going to be a robot at the end of this. We just thought it was a throwaway line. Yeah. Like, for maybe a company. That's the thing, too. Like, robots don't exist. Well, they exist, just not as advanced as the movie was showing it. Uh, Like, we have robot vacuum cleaners. Yeah. We have, like, Google Home, which is a a version of a robot, right? No, you're right, but, like, it's not like a little, like, scooter, like, comes out. Like, yeah, it's it not wheels like... out as a little box, and Jack Black's, like, laughing, because he's like, oh, okay, and then it, like, fucking transforms into a giant monster. Yeah, it's not like we have, like, um, like, R2-D2-esque robots. No. That'd be cool. We don't. That'd be cool. So how did that, ro- so let's pretend for a sec that the robot... How did the Victorian era little people build this robot? Yeah. Without any prior technology? Yeah. I'd like to know. They throw in a line. Jack Black's like, you guys are really good at building. Like, I'm a carpenter. I can't build a fucking robot. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no. Um, they, they put that line in there to kind of just write out anything that may not make sense. Like, how did they build a robot? Oh, well, they're just really good at building. Well, that's the thing, no. too. Yeah, like... You if, have to know computers. You mm-hmm. have to, like, know electricity. Like, you gotta know a bunch of shit. You can't just be a builder. The tiny people... They're, like, what, a few hundred years behind us? They're in Victorian times, I'd say, or... So, like, if we were in Victorian times and, like, an alien came and crashed down and just left a robot behind, um, we wouldn't, like, we wouldn't just be able to adapt to the technology and just build, like, rebuild a second robot. That would probably, like, destroy our society for a while. God. In the actual magazine Jack Black was reading, it's teaching you how to build a robot, right? Yeah. Is it teaching you how to build a giant? Like, how does that work? Because you're not, like, Jack Black's not going inside the robot body, so if there, if tiny people didn't stumble upon this magazine, how would you or I make this robot? I don't know. And how would we control it? Because, like, we don't have the little people inside to That's my it. point. That's my point. So, like, point. is there just, like, a remote that they were like, oh, we don't need to program this. We'll just put a tiny person in here. Well, so if, that's, if, that's, if that's the case, then why not just, like, as a tiny person, build a little remote? And control, or they could have done this thing where, like, the remote was inside the robot, and he's, like, stomping on, like, the remote. Yeah. It just, it's, like, it's a weird fucking kaiju-esque uh, Pacific Rim robot. Yes. Not kaiju, Jaeger. It's Yag- a Jaeger. That's what they're called, Jaegers? Okay, yeah. it's a Jaeger robot, and it's, like, you just jumped thousands of years, like, evolution-wise. Because, obviously... And, like, technological advancement-wise, yeah. Well, because, like, obviously the magazine didn't tell you to build that robot. Because you can't build that robot because there's no little people in the real world. Yeah, so you took the magazine, you're like, okay, 
And then you're like, what if we do this instead? Yeah. How do they have, first, the advancements for that? Mm -hmm. Do they have electricity? I, I was under the impression they didn't have electricity. Right. But they have robots. Yeah. See what I'm saying? That's insane. But then, um, when they're making Gulliver's house, they made him a coffee maker. They made this fucker this huge, giant house. Which would be impossible for them to build. And I get I get it. I get it. It's, it's a kid's movie, you know, full of adult jokes. But it's a kid's movie, so you're not supposed to put too much thought into it. Yeah, but like, we're supposed to kind of throw logic away when we're watching children's movies. That would still. destroy the economy of the entire, like... Yeah. That would take all of their natural resources. How long do you think it took them to build that house? Well, the movie makes it seem like it only took them a couple days. Yeah. But realistically, that would be years. Lifetimes. It would take... That Lifetimes. house was bigger yeah. to the Lillians than pyramids are to us. Yeah. And no, pyramids lifetime. took lifetimes to fucking build. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. McBoyle went up Jack Black's butt. Yes. Boyle, I should say. Boyle from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah. Yeah. I noticed that too. Favorite scene in the movie? I don't really know. It's, it's really hard to pick a favorite scene from a movie that was so wonderful. Yeah. It was, go like, it was a perfect movie. That's fair. My favorite scene was, um, there was a part where the screen went black and uh, these like white words came up, scrolling uh, upwards. Sit. Oh yes, yeah. you know I remember that scene. That was a good scene. And I knew my the hell this hell was almost done. Okay, well that's fair. What was your least favorite scene? Um, uh, my least favorite scene probably seeing Jack Black in that dress as like a little the little giant stall. Yeah, because the giant uh, the the giant that found him was like a little girl and yeah. she dressed him up as a dolly. That um will forever scar me. Yeah, that was upsetting, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the giant's name was Glendale Klitsch because there's, uh, you know, all, like, Gulliver's Travels, is, you, you know this, it's based on a book. It's based on a book. So, yeah, yeah she probably had a name in the book, That's but the movie that, yeah. didn't address it at all. No, but in the credits. Like, the little girl's credited as Gumdell Klitsch. Yeah. Yeah. I always hate when <clears throat> movies do that. Like, we don't know this person's name, but you're going to use their name in the credits. Yeah, like, you should be credited as Little Girl Giant. My least favorite scene was when uh, Jack Black was able to end... The, the um the civil war between both uh islands by singing the song war oh yeah because that works well not only does it work but like then like the tiny people who've never heard the song before just instinct break into song and dance along with it and yeah. it's like oh well if they had the ability to do that why have they been feuding with these other tiny people for years and you can't Very oh i can tell you why i can tell you why though if you're curious Okay, why? In the book, it's because they're arguing over, like, how you crack an egg. That's what the argument is? Yeah. The Lillians, like, say you crack it on the one side, the other guy say the other side. I don't even know what the fuck that means. An egg is a, a circle. There's no sides to an like, egg. Like, are we talking about, like, cracking it on the side versus cracking the top or bottom? But it's like, I wouldn't crack an egg either one no, of those you ways. you crack it on the side. Yeah, that wasn't, I don't think that's it, though. I think it's top oh or bottom. Oh, God. Maybe the giants are for the side. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you want to hear my review for Gulliver's Travels? Let's hear this review. Okay, here's my review. Uh, Girl, Gulliver's Travels is a great commercial. Uh, it's the most entertaining commercial I've ever seen in my life. I enjoyed the humor that came from this uh, advertisement for Apple products, Coca-Cola, and Converse. If it was a movie, I would give it zero stars, but as an ad, I'd give it a perfect score. That's pretty much how it works. I've never been more entertained by an ad. Ever. It, it was definitely the most entertaining and longest commercial I have ever seen. Fuck, did you notice how many times they, like... Because they got desperate because they got to an island where there was no more ads. They would just show Jack Black's 
like all star Converse shoes, like every shot they could. And then all the like make believe ads they made starring Gulliver. Oh, you want to go through those real quick? Yeah. Gulliver's trying to like make the the Lian lives better. I, I there's the the motivation's not clear, but he creates. Uh, what's the place in New York called? Times Square. Times Square. Yeah. He creates a Times Square. Where all the billboards are puns on his name. Yeah, like uh, we have Gulliver Klein. Want me just go through them? Yeah, okay, you noted so them all down. I noted most of them down. Uh, the first one, some I don't even get what it's a reference to, but Gull Size Story. Oh, Gulliver Tone, like Copper Tone. Yeah. So like there's like a, I think a dog pulling his leg. Yeah, yeah. Witched, which I think is a reference to uh, Wicked. Wicked. Called Witched G-Pad. G-pad, yeah. Like, like an iPad, or like yeah. a tablet, but the G stands for... Gulliver Pad. I yeah. couldn't make out what this one was. It was a James Bond parody. It was 00-something. Maybe 00-G, it might have said. It looked like 006. Yeah, it might have been 00-G. Or uh, 006, to make him one better than 007. Well, no, 008 would be better than 007. Mm. Going the wrong one. Oh, no, I guess you're right. Usually, like, the leader of, like, a secret organization is known as, like... One, number one, yeah. Number one, yeah. Gully, G-U-L-E-E. -E. It's a Glee reference. Oh, oh, yes, I saw that poster. Yeah, he's got the L. Yeah. Yeah. It's a way to really fucking make this movie timeless, too, eh? Yeah, right? Uh, Gullivan oh. Kin, Kin. There's the, uh, they got one where it's, it's Jack Black's, like, fat silhouette, like the old iPod commercials. Yeah. And then uh, there's a Wolverine one. Gulverine. Gulverine. Because what the fuck? Gola Fox. And then the, the most laziest... Well, there's a few more, but my favorite one was the laziest one. Uh, Gold Do It. Just Do It. But no, it's Gold Do, do it. it. Yeah. Uh, Gulliver at the Opera. It's like Phantom Phantom the Opera. at the Opera, yeah. Uh, we couldn't figure out what this one was called, but there was a La Miserable reference. There's Gull Elton, which I think may have been Elton John, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, so like, is he just like all the famous people now? Well, okay, and then, okay so the, uh, Gavatar, which is Avatar, and then Galax, which is Gillette. Here's my question. Is there like merchandise and properties based behind these posters, or are they just to make them feel more at home? I don't know. Like, is there is there like um, in that weird little Star Wars play, are they are they doing a play for like uh, Galater? Or Ga uh, Avatar. Gavatar? Yeah, maybe. What do you think he's, we think Star Wars is called? I think they renamed Star Wars. Gulliver Wars. Yeah, straight up. Gull Wars. Gull yeah. Wars, yeah. yeah. That's a, they did that with Chicken Little, too. That's a bad sign when, like, your movie is just jam-packed with references of better movie. It kept reminding me that I wasn't watching the better movie. So say you go to an island full of, like, super tiny people. A billion times bigger than them, right? Yes. Would you feel you had to lie about your status in life to impress them. No. I'm bigger than them. You don't like me, I'll fucking squish you. But Oliver is a fucking idiot. I keep calling him Oliver. I, I'm just gonna keep calling him Oliver. I don't give a shit. Oliver is an idiot. He tells him he's the president. He tells... He's just dumb. I don't like this guy. I, I don't I don't want him to succeed. He accidentally... They watch Titanic, and he says that he's Jack, and that he died. Yeah, and the one guy, Edward, pointed that out, that none of this makes sense. You... You died. Yeah. So we're supposed to believe you died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I came back to life. Okay. Why isn't he with Rose then? Edward's the most relatable character in this whole fucking thing. Yeah. Why he is he calling out all the bullshit? Why is he the villain? I liked him. He wasn't abusive to the princess. No. Why? Because he wanted to marry her for like for for like for like to get power. That's why he was the bad guy. 
That's life back in the the. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, you know what I'm saying? You didn't marry for love. Nobody married for love back then. No. Uh, you wh- married to form alliances. You married to erase your parents' debt sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. The guy seemed like a pretty decent guy. Like, he got the short end of it because, like, wasn't yeah. he, like, the main, like, uh, military dude? Yeah, yeah. He was, like, the general or something. And then yeah. Gulliver comes along and steals it. I, I get his motivation. I'd be pissed, too, if I was him. You're stealing my woman? Yeah. You're stealing my job? He's listening to me, and I've been the head of this military organization for how long? Well, I could just see the story being told from his perspective, Karate Kid style, where, like, this giant beast comes to the island, and everyone's like, okay, well, you're in charge of, like, the army and shit. You go deal with this disgusting beast. Like, you really think he's the one who decided to call it a beast? No, he's just doing, he's just following orders. Yeah, everybody was calling him a beast at first. Yeah, and then because he interacted with him the most, like, he's just the villain. Because he's like, hey guys, maybe we shouldn't uh, spend all our crops on feeding this giant man. Who yeah. is, it was not the president of his country, because there would be people coming to get him by this point. Yeah, really. Uh, I went through all the trivia that has to do with Gulliver Company, Gulliver's Travels. Gulliver Company. And this is the trivia that I thought was um, was worth mentioning. So do you remember in the harbor, they had all the boats with uh, pundit names? Yeah, like uh, when he first starts? Yeah, I think when the ship happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's like a the whole boat. So this one on the very far left side is called the um, Swift uh, Passage. Swift Passage. And that is an homage to Jonathan Swift, the author of the book that this movie is based upon. Coolio. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Jonathan Smith, the film gives him uh, no screen credits, even though he wrote the 1726 novel. Okay, yeah, but like... That movie was only very loosely based on that book. Why does everyone keep saying that? It's not loosely based on. It's a modern re. Sorry, I'm getting a little snippy, but it's a it's a modern retelling of the first part of that book. I mean, I guess. I guess you're not wrong. If, you, if anything, it's a retelling of Star Wars, right? Yeah, really. Oh, um, this one actually. This is kind of cool. Um, so you know, like Jack Black. Uh, it's you get the impression that he didn't work with the other actors because, like. He shot his shit behind green screen, so did they. They're way smaller than him. So director Rob Letterman felt it was important for Jack Black to interact with the other cast members and for those interactions to feel natural, as if they were really uh, in the same room. Thus, uh, thanks to like a camera system. So while Jack Black was in one area of the sound stage performing against a green screen, mm-hmm. Like, the actor portraying the lily pins would be in another uh, area of the stage acting opposite to Jack. Okay, so, like, his reactions can be, kind of feel more authentic? Yeah, so, it was like, there's two, there'd be like, there's, there's, like, two sound stages, right? Yeah. And they would, like, almost film the shit at the same time. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Because, you know, I think it was Ian McKellen. Uh, when he was like doing, doing the Hobbit. that or Lord of the Rings something, he said that because a lot of his stuff was done on green screen, it was very like soul crushing because he was the only person there. It bummed up, yeah, it'd be like a whole yeah. day of shooting where it's just him by himself. It's just him. And I think I would suffer greatly if I was by myself doing that. Especially so. if you're doing a comedy film. Yeah. And it's all timing and like delivery yeah. and you're doing, you're, you know, you're riffing, you're like, uh, what's like improving jokes. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Remember how like the film ended with uh, newspapers? Yeah. The text in the newspapers in the end credits is actually text from the original novel by Jonathan Swift, 
and mentions some of the adventures that they uh, that weren't featured in the movie. There's a third island. There's you told me a about. bunch of other islands. Yeah. Okay. In the in the movie, uh, Darcy's last name is Silverman, which is a reference to Saving Silverman, uh, which is a, fi- a 2001 film which stars Jack Black and Emily uh, Pete. And finally, uh, you actually know this fun fact, but this will give it a little more. Um, so you know how Emily Blunt was originally cast to be Black Widow in Iron Man 2? I did not know that. So Emily Blunt was originally cast to play Black Widow in Iron Man 2, but had to drop out due to her commitment to this film. Oh, she should not have dropped out. Yeah, in a May 2021 appearance on the Howard Stern show, uh, Blunt said that she was forced by contract, obligational contract to appear because of it. It's a, it was supposed to be a two-picture deal. Yeah. Uh, and the other film that she did was The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, so like that was the same contract as this one? Yeah, from my understanding, like, wait, oh wait, no, maybe, yeah, yeah, it is, yep, that's what it says in my, my trivia. I loved her in The Devil Wears Prada. It's a fun time. I feel like the only reason why she got a role in that movie is because her uncle's in it. Who's her uncle? He's the gay guy who's, well, not gay guy, he's the guy who seems gay, who's bald the glasses. Stanley Tucci? So that's basically it, babe. That's uh, Gulliver's Travels. Terrible movie. I got a fan theory. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. The entire movie yep. is written by Gulliver. Okay, see, I thought that might have been where they were going at the beginning of this when he sat down to like type up his sample for the lady. He entitled it Gulliver's Travels. Travels, which is the name of the movie. So I thought maybe he would, was gonna like it would like come full circle at the end where we see that like oh he was just writing this all down for his newspaper job interview or whatever. Yeah, because like the the, the book from the like the seventeen hundreds works because nothing has been discovered. They kind of use the loophole of like oh no it's in the Bermuda Triangle that's why we don't know there's like yeah you know tiny people giant people, but um <clears throat> yeah because uh like a big part of it too is he plagiarizes what he wrote right so it'd be funny if like he plagiarized. You know, Gulliver's Travels. Yeah, yeah, that'd be funny. Because it's like after that point is where like things kind of shift into like the, the macabre. Because he goes from working like um, the mailroom, and then all of a sudden like he's on a boat. There's like magic tornadoes, small people. There's robots. Like yeah, who could go back to like a mundane life after that? I know I couldn't. I enjoy talking about Gulliver's Travels with you. Oh, I enjoy talking with you. Like, uh, how's this movie affected you? Like affected your life? Uh, c- continuing this uh, forward. It makes me want to read the book. Okay. I It's sparked an interest in reading the book. I never want to see the movie again, though. That no? was horrible. You didn't like the ending where he sung war? No, it oh. was so stupid. I think you just don't have taste. I thought it was a great commercial. Yeah. Um, But no, like I would definitely like to read the book. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I would like to read the book, too. It seemed pretty good. Well, that's it, guys. That's all she wrote. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Is there anything you want to plug, babe? Jessica? Um, no. No, that's that's everything. All right, I guys. Think. You know me. Just check out the YouTube channel. And, uh, oh, what about your Twitch? My Twitch is J-L-A-F-I-C-O-R-N. So that's where we, you'd go for all your Pokemon Go needs? Yeah, for all your Pokemon Go needs. Nice. And just to listen to me rant and ramble about nonsense. So it's like, it's like this is that's like your version of Just Don't Know for me. Yeah, but... Like, is this just a ramble about nonsense? Yeah, yeah. okay. I guess that it comes full circle there. There you go. All right, well, see you guys next time. Peace out!